but he said, I need, you know, you need a job and I need help. So uh, why don't you come work for me and I'll pay you a hundred bucks a week and you can go find the rest. And I jumped on it because to me, there was no ceiling. There was nothing holding me back. Hi, I'm John Sullivan with 401k Specialist, and this is the 401k Specialist Podcast. Will Hackler is a big personality with a big book of business, and he's also our top advisor by Participant Outcomes recipient for January. One of the most competitive advisors we've come across, the president of Integrated Pension Services, joins us to describe the particular case of which he's most proud, why he chose to narrow his business focus, and a surprising take on auto portability. Will Hackler, you got a great anecdote about starting out in the business. Can you just share it with us? Yeah. So, um, Graduated college, finance degree, and uh, thanks to my father, had some good connections in the industry. So I interviewed with some mutual fund companies and some insurance companies. And then in the spring, you know, I, he and I got together doing a couple projects around the house, getting prepared for the graduation party. And uh, he started asking me, you know, what I was going to do. And, you know, I, I didn't really know at that point because every one of the offers I had was, you know, sit on a customer service line, 18 to 24 months. And, you know, with each one of them, I sort of asked that question, well, what if I'm the best you've ever had? How fast can I, you know, get out of that spot? And they all answered with the same thing, 18 to 24 months. So he said, well, I don't want you working for me. And I said, great, because I don't want to work for you either. But he said, I need, you know, you need a job and I need help. So uh, why don't you come work for me and I'll pay you a hundred bucks a week and you can go find the rest. And I jumped on it because to me, there was no ceiling. There was nothing holding me back. That's now, great. In hindsight, you know, I <laughs> spent three years not making much money, but, uh, you know, but uh, I certainly like where I am now. Yeah, I love the cockiness of it, right? 18 to 24 months is just too long. What if I'm the best you've ever had? And you actually took less to make more, which I thought was fantastic. Well, great. I shouldn't have said fantastic. Now I'm going to hear a lot of crap about it, but nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind, though, uh, tell me a little bit about the firm, what you guys do better than anybody else. So uh, we're producing a TPA firm and, you know, our value proposition is to certainly help those financial planners with all of their clients and their plans. And by taking off all the roles of doing the plan from that planner, you know, we split in on the business with them. We sit in client meetings with them to see what the goals are for the plan. And then we can take that back and execute that both by being, having the TPA firm and being licensed as the advisor. And, you know, that goes back again to my father and just him starting in the industry starting on the administration side, seeing that, that there were a lot of advisors out there that were doing just a little bit of this work, not really knowing what they were doing, and him taking that leap out and saying, you know what, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to get licensed as an advisor as well, and do all the pieces necessary for the plan. So it really is one-stop shopping. Yeah, that's what we, we've used that as a value proposition for a lot of years. Hey, as a you know, plan sponsor, you can call us, participants can call us, and we should have, you know, 90, 95% of the answers by calling us. We don't have to send you off to the TPA or send you off to the advisor. Um, you know, and with the access to the information we have, 
We don't have to send them off to a record keeper or any other you know scenario. We can pull up that information and have that for them. Understood. So you were started out, though, as a generalist. It wasn't necessarily in retirement plans, but there was one specific client that you had that kind of illustrated uh, the value of, of concentrating in one particular discipline. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had a client that was a landscaper and did some irrigation work. And so I think a lot of people can understand the concept of that, you know, mowed lawns and trimmed hedges and also, you know, put in sprinkler systems, too. And, you know, I would always meet with him in the winter, obviously off season for him. And that's when we get together. And in one particular year, he had a lot more money than he normally did, you know, to bring to me to invest in the kids' college funds or do insurance or into his retirement plan and the like. And he had a bigger chunk. And I said, oh, you know, where'd this come from? He said, well, I sold off the landscaping part. I said, oh, okay. So this is the proceeds from the sale of the landscaping. He goes, Oh no, I barely made any money from that. What happened was his business exploded because he just specialized in the irrigation systems and he had the same crew, but now they're not spending any time mowing lawns. They're just spending time in the irrigation and all the competitors around the landscapers that wouldn't use him for irrigation in the past because he had that landscaping in his title were now calling him to do all the irrigation work for their clients. And his business went through the roof. And that was my aha moment because I realized, wow, like that'd be great. I love to do the retirement plans. I don't like to do the rest of the financial planning. And that's when I said, you know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to drop it. I'm going to do the, the plans and not do the financial planning. And that led me to integrated financial partners now because it's a group of 160 and growing financial planners throughout the country that do financial planning, but need help, most of them, you know, with their retirement plans for their That's clients. Great. So uh, when did you knock that out of the park for plan sponsor, plan uh, participants? What are you particularly proud of? One case. So, yeah, you know, one case I'm really proud of uh, that we talked about before was, you know, uh, a manufacturer, a local manufacturer that we did a few projects for. And kept in touch with the CFO, eventually landed the case with some patience, despite, you know, the fact maybe I've gotten some patience over the years, my earlier story of, um, you know, taking over that case and saying to them, all right, listen, you've got auto enrollment at 2%. You've got this, you know, low match formula that you're doing, the, you know, all these loans that your participants have. Like, let's do a better job with this. Let's clean up this investment lineup. Let's reduce or take loans out. Let's talk about, you know, getting auto enrollment going. And the plan has exploded over the last couple of years because we've taken these steps, you know, for the participants. And, you know, one particular review year, we moved the auto enrollment from two to four. And when we sat down after that year was over and looked at the data, Literally a hundred percent of their new employees took up the four percent. One hundred percent. Not a single employee opted out. Not a single employee said, "I'm going to do two. They a hundred percent of them did four. And it was, you know, that again another aha moment to say, like, we can do that. You know, we can push these employees to do better for themselves by doing this. What took you so long to land the account? <laughs> 
<laughs> but unfortunately, the advisor that was on the account was related to the chairman of the board. Of and, course. Uh, and uh, we we didn't get it at first look. So when we uh, first proposed on it, but uh, kept in touch and eventually got it. So. Are you uh, excited for the retirement plan business moving forward? Apprehensive, a little, little of both. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I, you know, as much as some of us in the industry may look at these state mandated plans as a problem as a competitor, I'm excited about it because it's driving the conversations to these employers, and then once that conversation gets started, you know, then we can step in and tell them. Hey, listen, we know what makes a successful retirement plan. Here's the data. Here's the numbers behind it. Like, trust in us, people that are experienced in this, doing it. You know, again, started the story started clearly with my father, but now I'm coming on, you know, 27 years of doing this. You know, we know how to do this, we know what works. So, you know, give us a shot at it, and we're going to be a lot better, I believe, than the state run plans. So, Yep. What frustrates you, though? That there has to be something about the business that drives you crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think the same, you know, I am certainly frustrated with some of the regulations and the thoughts, you know, the they certainly make it a lot more complicated than it has to be. There's definitely, you know, I we also we always joked about, you know, the family aggregation rule being the family aggravation rule. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the Pension Simplification Act that came in, did it really simplify anything? No, I think there's a lot that can be done in that direction. Um, you know, a number of ours in the industry talk about different things like that. You know, do we really need to have this top-heavy test in place? You know, can't we simplify some of these formulas and you know, the different things are done? However, I certainly do understand that with that complex, that's why we get hired. So maybe I don't want to go too far with that, but no, I think I would certainly champion a lot of things that would simplify, you know, where we're at. You think there's always going to be a place for a smaller, maybe family run TPA in this business, or do you think the consolidation is going to get to the point where like record keepers, it's just the giants? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I do because I think a lot of the stories, the lot of the companies we see are family run businesses, small family run businesses like mine. And, you know, we can connect a lot better than those record keepers, the consolidation, the big, you know, 800 numbers. Obviously, we sell against that all, all day long, use us for the experience. Um, and I think people are willing to pay to have that personal touch, people that understand and know. Understood. You talked about the complexity uh, of some of the business right now. What do you think of auto portability and its prospects for really being adopted widespread? I think there's a long way to go with it, you know, to get that there. You think so? And, and, and I think, again, my view is that there's, you know, that might be helpful, but I think there's other things that should be worked on ahead of that. Raising the rates, uh, you know, I believe, you know, certainly some of the credits, you know, being, a, you know, making some of those credits more widespread available, you know, when, when it comes down to it, right? Why do why does Congress and the IRS give us these you know favorable changes in the plan? Well, it's because when they look back, they look behind themselves a little bit. They see Social Security system. They see how 
much of a failure that's been, you know, and I'm going to put failure in air quotes when I say that. Okay. Because it still does, obviously gives a lot of people money, but, you know, obviously the formula behind it is is probably not the best and needs to make some changes. And uh, again, I'll take a quote from my father. He said for a long time is they've promoted the 401k plan. They've given us some great tools with it. And, and they're doing that because the social security system hasn't worked like it has. It's supposed to anymore. So, you know, unless you've had your head buried in the sand for all these years, you don't realize that, but, you know, pick your head up and realize, Hey, you got the 401k plan. It's there for you. You're getting a deduction to put into the plan. You know, obviously the best tax favorable, you know, tax favorable status you can get out of it, getting that deduction, the tax um, deferred accumulation. Yeah, you pay taxes at the end, but it's one of the best realms you got. And they don't give out a lot of tax deductions. So take advantage of it. And part of the reason they're going to keep it around is because it takes pressure off of Social Security if at the end of the day you get to retirement and you have a balance in that plan. Surprising answer, but that's exactly what we needed. Will Hackler, thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. 